Time for Round the Squared Circle. Hello everyone and welcome once again to Round the Squared Circle. Your squaredest circle show there is. Um, yeah, it's your weekly show where basically we settle things with a ding. We have multiple wrestling subjects. Got myself a Paul. I'm joined as always by a Griff. And yeah, we've got a few subjects to get through. As always. How are we doing? Aren't we I good? You always ask me that, so I thought I'd ask. Yeah, I'm, I'm well, thanks. Thank you very much for asking. Finally, after all the shows we've done on this and the ECWs and the 205s and even some other sports, you finally asked me how I am. <laughs> too much. It's glad to hear that you're good. Um, you ready to start? I'll start with one. Yeah, you go for it. Um, unfortunately, I think start the show on a sadder note. Last couple of days, we've had the passing of Jim the Anvil Neidhart, who was um, a massive character in the Heart Foundation, probably when we were both growing up watching wrestling. Definitely. So um, just shoot some of the favourite Jim the Anvil Neidhart Heart Foundation memories. Obviously, I'll start with, um, I think it was SummerSlam 1990. I want to say we had the Heart Foundation versus Demolition in the two out of three falls match when Crush had just joined and they were rotating and the Legion of Doom come out and caught Smash under the ring yeah. and stuff like that. You had um, obviously WrestleMania 7 against the Nasty Boys. They lost, but it was still great. WrestleMania 6, when um, they um, interrupted... Another recently passed Nikola Volkov and that and doing the national anthem and hit him with a heart attack and beat him really quickly. Oh, was it WrestleMania 2 when in the Royal Rumble, uh, Battle Royal with Andre Giant? There's loads. Uh, I think so. You I know think he's I mean. most of my like, in-ring highlights. I just My highlights for him, really, it's just his promos, just his psychotic laugh. He was kind of a hawk of the Heart Foundation. Obviously, um, like Brett like animals like the bit more calmer one but the anvil was a bit more of a so he had, he had the best apart from Ted DiBiossi probably yeah probably had the best half in professional wrestling yeah um, yeah um, obviously he, he, he came back character. he came back when they did the whole um, we came back they had the new foundation with Owen Hart Canada, briefly. USA, USA kind of feud where Bret Hart was kind of a heel. Yeah, that's when they had the Hart Foundation as the actual stable rather than just a tag team. And they yeah. would be the faces in Canada and um, obviously the heels in America. And they'd sort obviously, of... They'd, yeah. They had the famous Survivor Series 97, the, the screw job. But earlier on, I think he was in a Survivor Series match. And uh, I just remember the crowd reaction just being absolutely insane when they came out. But he always got a big, he always got a big pop. Um, it's just, obviously we've been covering him on. Um, oh, I say not covering him. Um, if you listen to our ECW shows, he's, he's popped up there. He's popped up um, in ECW, hasn't he? Recently, on the ones we're I know covering. We both watch um, Total Divas. Bless him. He's not in the. He was never in the greatest of. Um, health 
so to speak. Um, yeah, just a great character and a, and a massive loss. Um, yeah, I think you, you've pretty much covered all the in-ring highlights. I, I just used to love his promos. Um, just a psychotic laugh. And the skull um, cap as well. Bring back skull caps. Skull caps. And the beard. It, who, whoever, no one ever had a better beard than he did in wrestling. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Sad note to start, but it had to be said. Um, Anvil, you will be missed. Rest in peace. Ready? Rest in peace. Yep. So, hot off the press, Dean Ambrose is back. Um, how, however, obviously being a week away from SummerSlam, would it not have been a bigger pop to actually turn up at SummerSlam or even the night after? Like, if, Obviously, we've been waiting for this for weeks to be the, like, the go-home show. Um, what's your thoughts? I thought uh, it would be better, like, pay-per-view, like, turning up. It would have been better to be a surprise, because then you would have got the rollover, but they want people to subscribe to the network to watch Dean Ambrose, so... Very it, true. It used to be people popped up at the pay-per-view to tune into Raw, mm. but now Raw's been sold for billions. I don't think they care in the same way. So now it's more... They want people to subscribe the network to see what Dean Ambrose does on at SummerSlam. Um, but first of all, be interesting to see if it be gone. No, it's all right. Uh, it's my question. Your point. Go on. Um, I was going to say first of all, Dean Ambrose looks like he's eating Dean Ambrose. He, he looks like the Scott Steiner now. He, he... I wouldn't. I wouldn't <laughs> go Scott Steiner, but he's definitely. Um, he's definitely used the nine months. I think it was nine months he was off. He's um, what. A transformation. Yeah, he's definitely done a bit of upper body. Definitely. Which is impressive, all the same. And what I liked is he looked really serious. There was no, like, laughing. He didn't even kind of... I don't know, he had a different demeanour. Obviously, there's rumours that he'll turn heel, like, so quickly, like, at SummerSlam. Um, But, yeah, I'm excited. It's good to have him back, like... The pop when he did the dirty deeds, like the crowd just went mental. Yeah, um, it was good that they left it in the show. I was from like nitpicking. I felt like um, Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre were trying to be too cool for school. Yeah, I always remember there's a famous um, Raw Rumble 1990 where Mick Foley, uh, Mankind said that he wasn't ready to fight Triple H, but he knew a man that was, lifted off his mask and he was Cactus Jack. Yeah. And Triple H sold it like he'd seen a ghost. Yeah, and yeah. And I think Mick Foley even said Triple H could have just burst out laughing and gone, all you've done is taken off your mask. Mm. But the fact that he sold... And that's what I think about with stuff like this. They could have really been like panicking and just like when he said... I got a lunatic. They could have just frozen and mouth open and just be like, "Holy shit, no, no!" But instead, they were just in the ring chewing gum, not bothered. And I yeah. think I think that's what's lacking from from in ring a bit. Definitely, definitely. Um, it's, yeah, I just I suppose the original question is, I'd, I'd think I'd, I'm always always prefer like a good like pay per view like surprise. Um, so yeah, the well, fact my, that 
If I'm honest, I, I think um, Ambrose is probably going to turn heel at SummerSlam and end up beating up Rollins. So what, what I think is you bring him back tonight, or Raw, and that gives him the massive, you know, we love him, super celebration cheer, or pop if you will. And um, then when he turns, it won't be... You know, they won't just be too excited to see him because they've seen him, if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. So totally. you've almost got that out of the way. You've got the moment you've already captured. It's perfect. Rather than him just running at the crowd and attacking um, Seth Rollins and sort of ruining it. be interesting, but he definitely seems seems to have... Um, I think we're going to see a new character. I do. And I think we need to with him. Yeah, yeah. I had a crazy daydream of putting him in a tag team with um, Tommaso Ciampa and calling them the Psycho Killers. <laughs> that would be insane. I think that would be a little little thing I'd idea of. I like but, it. You should pitch it to WWE. I'm probably just going to do it on um, WWE 2K. <laughs> Which brings right. me to my next subject. WWE 2K19 have announced their new showcase mode uh, featuring the career of Daniel Bryan. Um, in this, you'll start from his trial match on Velocity where he fought an early John Cena all the way up to WrestleMania 30 in the Yes Movement, beating Triple H, Batista, Randy Orton all in one night to become the champions. And probably um, his retirement and coming out of retirement, I'd imagine, as well. My reason for this is... Uh, though exciting, they are going to give you 11 different Daniel Bryans. And I'm like, do people really want 11 different Daniel Bryans or would you rather have Akeem the African Dream? <laughs> you know, do you It's no difference to kind of, obviously, massive fan, they're bringing the showcase back. Yeah, um, I really loved. I, mind you, I don't think they ever hit the peak as well as um, the Triple H Shawn Michaels feud yeah. when they first introduced the showcase. The Stone Cold I, ones was good. It was okay, but it wasn't. I, I, I just, yeah. I think what what worked with Triple H and um, Shawn Michaels was all the varied matches they had through the story, and I think I just remember the rivalry. I remember it so well. And you had all the different costumes. So I know like, you're going to go, it's just going to be different shorts. Obviously, he's got loads of different hair. Sometimes he's had no beards. Um, so I kind of get it. Um, it shouldn't yeah. really sell it as a feature. It's just different co- costumes. We've had like loads of costumes for different people, like Triple H, Hunter Hearst, Helmsley. I just, I just think 11 um, is an awful lot. Like If you had like 11 different, I don't know... Um... Chris Jericho's, yeah, you, you can accept it because he's reinvented himself so many times that you go through generational Chris Jericho's, S- similar to the Undertaker, within a way. I know he's not reinvented himself, but you know different stings because you've got the different eras of stings. There's certain, but Daniel Bryan, it's really like short hair, no beard, long hair with beard. I, I don't know. I don't think they're gonna be. Um... Massive differences. Well, no, um, it's not going to be, oh, my God, I can't believe they've got that outfit in here. Because it's... I'm more excited to get Velocity back. Well, Velocity Arena's in there, so... 
That's 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 like, but yeah, I think you're right. Too 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 many costumes. I, I just think you think the legends. I mean, obviously the full Ross is not revealed, but they they had people like Harlem Heat in the other year. We haven't seen them since in Harlem Heat outfit. Stevie Ray's not been in it. Are the Rock and Roll no. Express going to be back in it? Obviously, I'm guessing the Hardys will. But you could have had like a classic Hardys and a a new Hardys. You could have done a Hardy. Um, Thing. Obviously, there's been no announcement of anything like war games or any new modes, so I'd like to be proven wrong, but you, you never know. They are leaving it late to um, tell us saying. Obviously, first time I heard, I think today actually, that Showcase is back because it wasn't there last year. Um, but yeah, yeah, too, I agree. Too many costumes. I can't see people um, going through and picking them all. Um, I think Daniel Bryan works for beard, doesn't really without, so then a wide one to be with a beard. It works for the story. I'm guessing because they have to show it through the story, they may as well give you a costume. Well, obviously, they want to go, yeah, I, I get it. They obviously want to go back and tell the whole story. So you get, I just, you know, I'm just nitpicking. It, the mode will be amazing. The journey will be amazing. It's going to be interesting to see if they cover his sort of NXT sort of thing will this lead to maybe some of the nexus being in there as characters depends what storylines they go for you know would it be um when he's in the Wyatt family he's got the overalls on i'm i'm trying to think like what other i imagine team hell knows a given like that there's, there's no ifs or buts that'll be in it team hell no obviously velocity the old triple eight, the wrestlemania 30 is going to be in it. Well, they've already shown footage of him with the bandage where he's injured. Yeah, so that's so obviously that's one. Obviously, and that's good. If the mode can actually keep damage, like I want it to be like realistic. So it should be you got to beat Triple H, and the damage you take carries over to the Triple Threat with Orton and Batista. Yeah, I'm sure. I it. think that'd be that'd be good. Yeah. That being um, said, I'm excited. I always love these games. I just want um. Want a few more wrestlers? Yeah, because I get a little bit creative and make random tag teams like the Honka Tonk Man and Savio Vega, Viva Las Vega. They're great tag teams. You need <laughs> or Animal from Legion of Doom and Cult Cabana, the Legion of Boom. You need these teams in the game. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember what I called Mr. The Perfect Crime, ain't it? Eddie Guerrero, Mr. Perfect, the Perfect Crime. Um, yeah, yeah, not as catchy as yours. I get that. It works. It works. It That's still works. Right, right, you got one? Yeah. So, um, just off like my question, which I'm guessing you, you reckon they're going to turn heel, should the Shield reform and take out Lesnar at the end of SummerSlam, helping Reigns win the belt? Um, only if they're with um, Paul Heyman. Oh, the Shield with Paul Heyman. Yeah. I don't think Paul Heyman's going to turn on Brock. I think that story... He's a double like, bluff. Has played, has, ...has played out. Obviously, maced him or pepper-sprayed him in the eyes. And Well, um, I heard... I can't remember, you know... Apologies, I didn't remember your name, but I, I was reading on Twitter, someone said, what if the letter says, um, I'm going to have to attack you, but I hope you win the title on Sunday. Well, that would be genius. Because um, no one knows what the letter said. Definitely. I, I just think the only way Paul Heyman leaves Brock Lesnar is if Brock Lesnar leaves for good. Brock needs Paul Heyman. 
Brock doesn't function without Paul Heyman. He can't cut a promo. He doesn't create. Paul Heyman is Brock, Brock Lesnar's like career. Um, uh, obviously, he's writing for Raw. He is going to be around a lot. It would make sense in a way because obviously then Paul Heyman's on TV more. Um, I, 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 I don't know. I just feel with the Shield, it'll be good to, I don't know, all stand tall over Brock. But then I suppose then you have people moaning that Roman Reigns didn't beat him clean and then Brock's still kind of yeah, protected. I get that. I mean, the, the thing about the Shield is ideally, I like the idea of Shield as, as something special. Like, say the Undisputed Era came up and was running roughshod and no one could stop them. And it took the Shield to get back together or SmackDown suddenly invades and it takes the Shield to get back together. You know, it's got to be... A bit like Evolution, like... Similar, yeah. I mean, because like, you look at it now and who if they got back together, who would they really... Like last time, they're against the Miz, Bow and Axel. Yeah, and they had to then try and put the bar in there, and it kind of got a little bit embarrassing. Because I, mean, had, I know we've, we've discussed it many a times. Officer Payne again lost last night. They were in a six-man tag match. Um, yeah, you're right. Apart from, I yeah, I mean, we've never seen the Shield versus the New Day, but then don't think their characters I mean, imagine work that. against each other. Imagine if um, Paul Heyman comes running out with the Officer Payne. And suddenly that's your group. Authors of Pain, Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Well, yeah, you've, you've said that a lot, like, over the, the months, because obviously what they're wearing... Well, yeah, um, well, it's obviously the, the outfits. But I'm saying, but then it would fit. And then suddenly you'd have the natural, what are you doing? Rollins, if Ambrose then wouldn't turn, because then you could then spin off Seth Rollins and Ambrose versus the Authors of Pain... Yeah. Because they're trying to work out what their friend did. And the Authors of Pain definitely need, definitely, definitely need someone. Hmm. And then the Authors of Pain wouldn't have to worry about tag team titles for the time being because they're just in a hot feud. So it's not just yeah. the wasting time. It would spin off. And they're big enough to visually sort of cope with these guys. And I suppose what hurt Paul is obviously they tried to bring the shield back and then Ambrose got injured. No, actually, was, no, not was, at first. It was... Um, well, Roman Reigns got Reigns ill, didn't he? He got here ill. Um, they brought loads of new T-shirts. He got ill. Um, Kurt Angle came out awkwardly for one night and gave away his... Um... <laughs> oh, I remember that. I remember that. Um, yeah, I just... Just trying to think how they can make, like, if it isn't going to be a money in the bank cash in. I just don't think that match ends cleanly. Be surprised if it does. I'll be I'll be very surprised if it's just literally, like, um, Reigns pins Lesnar. The is, as much as Reigns is, like, he is the poster boy, I get it, and he, he is really popular, but he could still be. I think the others are popular enough to rival him. I think he needs to turn heel. Like, and it's not just because people boo him, because that's just still pantomime at this stage, but you kind of... You know, Rollins could be the man. Ambrose is liked enough to be the new Stone Cold, but just to walk down 
sort of version. It would work. See, Rollins was like probably the best, apart from Champa, um, the most modern day best heel. His title run, um, unfortunately, like injury took him out, but that was amazing. I loved that. Even, I, I loved him opening Raw, his smugness. But that's it. You look at it and you think the injury took him out. Injury took Finn Balor out. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I'd like to see. I, don't, I can't remember the question. Uh, would you want to see the Shield reform take Lesnar out? Oh. Um, yes, but the Shield being Shield 2.0 or whatever they'd call them, it'd be Heyman, all for the pain, and Roman Reigns. Oh, you heard it here first. To feud with Ambrose and Rollins. Whoop. Whoop, whoop. Cool. Um, I can't find my notepad. You got another one? Yeah, I've got another one. Right. Um, okay, with SummerSlam coming up, um, often Lee like, said the worst SummerSlam match ever. What are your memories of Undertaker versus Undertaker? Um, Undertaker, I, I don't think that's the worst SummerSlam match. You don't think? I swear Undertaker fought Giant Gonzalez at SummerSlam. But I don't think that was as bad. I think it's pretty... Any match with Giant Gonzalez is pretty bad. That's in the top ten. That was voted. I was looking around. That was voted in the top ten. But number one on like many sites was Taker versus Taker. Oh. Mainly probably because how memorable it was in the gimmick. I remember like watching back when, obviously... Um, it was on Sky One. It wasn't even Raw, was it? Was it Raw? No, I'm probably just still superstars. Probably still superstars and the sightings. Yeah. Of the of Undertaker. I remember you used um, to buy a WWE magazine. I'm, I used to have loads of them. And they would have sightings in the magazine of him, by like the Taj Mahal and pyramids and all that sort of thing. Because he went away, didn't he? Because Yokozuna. In the casket match at yeah, Royal Rumble? It was the casket match. And then Million Dollar Man, who obviously originally brought him in, was then like, I brought him in. I still know him. I've still got The Undertaker. I'm bringing The Undertaker back. And, yeah, uh, yeah he brought in Brian Lee. Which, I think at the time, yeah, I couldn't notice the difference between them. Oh, apart, from the purple, apart from the purple gloves yeah. compared to the grey gloves. Obviously being uh, a lot younger at the time, I thought they looked identical. I think they did. I need to go back and watch it properly. Is there anyone I've seen clips that he's like shorter, skinnier? Generally looks nothing like him. But at the time, I thought, well, I can't tell which one's which. This is unbelievable. Don't uh, forget, like, I'm guessing like we weren't supposed to be privy to like watching them back over and over again like you can on the network I think you're supposed to see it once for nine minutes on the screen what then never see the tape ever again and never see it ever again not even release it on VHS just gone burn yeah. it burn it burn it burn no, um, I'm trying to think what other matches have been bad I think I remember I think Bret Hart had a match with Jerry Lawler I think and that was just, I know he had a match with Isaac Yankum, I think, at some point. I think that was a year later. That was pretty pants. Because I think he, had, he was meant to fight Jerry Lawler. Then Jerry Lawler made Doink the Clown come out as his jester. And he thought yeah. Doink the Clown was quite a good match. But then he had a match with Jerry Lawler afterwards. A bit like, oh. Shakes, I love Bret Hart. But I just don't think they really... 
sort of clicked those two. No. Um, oh, wow, right on the spot. Trying to think of... Um, I remember, like, good matches. Yeah, we'd, we'd go for good matches, but I just thought it'd be fun to kind of... I try and block all this out. Ones. I block them out. You block them out? I block them out. It was like SummerSlam 94. Amazing. Um... Just quickly try try to get out what was what was voted worst. Worst. It's got to be Giant Gonzalez. Oh, I saw him um, at ninety two, the one I went to to Wembley. I saw Nails versus Virgil. Oh, that's number twenty. Yeah, yeah we'll go through him. I'll go through him quickly. All right. Um, number twenty, like as you said, Nails versus Virgil, ninety two. Yeah. Number nineteen, oh, Kurt Angle versus Eugene. Oh god! Um, Two thousand and five, um, eighteen. Undertaker and Kane versus Diamond Dallas Page and Chris Canyon. Classic. You know, here on a, in a steel cage match. I remember that. Oh, I can't believe this is the worst. Seventeen. Big Boss Man versus the Mountie. Where someone has to stay in a cell. I thought it was amazing. Oh well. I remember the Mountie crying his eyes out like. <laughs> maybe the match wasn't great. Get off me! <laughs> Get off me! Um, sixteen. Shane McMahon versus Eric Bischoff. Two thousand three. I don't remember that at all. 15, Rick Rude versus Junkyard Dog. 90, uh, sorry, 1988. Different style of wrestling, but yeah. 14, Diesel versus King Mabel, 95. Uh, yeah. 13, Kofi and Mickey James versus Santino and Beth Phoenix, 2008. Sounds like a classic. 12, Nikolai Volkov and Hacksaw. Jim Duggan versus Orient Express, 1990. I remember that, Bad Company. One of the most recent ones, Kane versus Bray Wyatt, 2013, the Ring of Fire match. That's one where they started the show with it, and it was awful. Yeah. Uh, Ten, Greg Valentine. So I think they Hercules. did. They start the show with it, or they were gonna? I'm not sure. Yeah, if they it was did. the opener. That no, was the opener. It was awful, wasn't it? And that's where Bray Wyatt was getting his like first big push. Boom, 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 boom. Sorry, the list. Go. That's right. Ten, Greg Valentine versus Hercules, 89. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> Nine. Oh God, the oddities. Versus... Kai and Tai. Kai and Tai. 98. Uh, yeah. Oh, I like that. Eight That's one with ICP versus... sang to the ring. Yeah. <laughs> You've got good memory. Yeah. 8 to Tonka versus the Berserker, 92. Oh, that was... I was there for that. The Berserker. We had to... God. <laughs> Let me put you... <laughs> I can't do it. I was going to do a clerk's ring, but I won't. Um... <laughs> Would you like? Oh no, I remember the lyrics then. Which, That's why I stopped. Uh, would you like to suck no. my feet, Berserker? I also remember I saw um, El Matador versus Papa Shango. Oh, you saw some crazy matches. Yeah. Uh, number seven, Ric Flair versus Mick Foley, two thousand six. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's accepted for what it is. Number six, Undertaker versus Giant Gonzalez. Yeah. Ninety three. Number five, Goldust versus Brian Pillman. Okay. 97. Number four, Bret Hart versus Isaac Yankum, DDS, 95. Yeah, we spoke about that. Oh, no, no. Oh, I've got a different... Is this official or this is something else? Number three, Undertaker versus Undertaker. Oh, now 94. we're talking. Oh. El Matador versus Papa Shango, still got a chance. Oh, number two, Lex Luger versus Yokozuna. Oh, that was a shit 93. match. 93. What, what a shit about that much 
was that Lex Luger won by countout. After everything they had fucking done to build him up, he won by countout. And everyone came out. He was on the Steiner boy's shoulders, brother's shoulders. Macho Man was out there, one, two, three, kid. I think loads of people came out. Plants, and he he, um, he won by countout. Yeah, they, 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 they made it up. They built him up so big. They did, they built him up. The follow, just... Obviously, the following year, obviously him and Bret Hart won the Rumble. Yep. Um, and yeah, Lex Luger didn't didn't win, and obviously they gave him a big push, but obviously maybe behind the scenes stuff, um, they put their money on Brett. And to be fair, they did the right thing because he didn't sign a new contract and just turned up on Nitro. Yeah. Even they promised yeah. him, apparently he's going to. So allegedly. And number one, number one. El Matador versus Papa Shango. Batista versus Great Carly, two thousand and seven. Great Carly was the champion, and um, he won by disqualification. He just he he, he hit Batista with a steel chair, um, which meant he kept the belt. Uh, Styles might might uh, make matches, didn't they? I don't blame Batista; he's great. <laughs> but yeah, um, I just yeah, Undertaker versus Undertaker. Okay, maybe the weirdest gimmick. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's crazy, wasn't it? It, it was, apart from, obviously, the, the two doinks. That's probably the weirdest kind of lookalikes um, you can get. Yeah, wow. What way to end the show, right? That's, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, obviously, next week, we'll be back again with a whole bunch of more questions. And one of the questions we will be bringing up next week is we'll be talking about all in. We're going to run through the card and we're going to find out if Griff is all in next week. We'll find out. Uh, thank you very much for listening. Make sure you like and subscribe. Go to Instagram or Twitter at underscore sports arena. Find any questions if you want. We'll answer them because we're cool like that. I'm Paul. That's Griff. See you later. Bye.